I'm really keen and excited for this episode because um, I don't think I've ever spoken about like books and um, given my thoughts on just like different novels that I've um, gone through and experienced and or tried to experience because not all books we finish but um yeah this episode is all things books I used to be a major bookworm in like high school um high school was kind of tough for me mentally especially from like from like 16 things got really tough for me mentally so I lost myself in books I lost myself in writing um just losing myself in a fantasy world essentially kind of helped me face like the irony of it but like losing myself in a fantasy world helped me face my reality which was really really interesting (laughs) um but yeah I just wanted to kind of open up this side of me and share my side of reading and just loving books But before we get into that, I hope you have your cup of tea ready. I hope it is a piping hot brewing in your cup, Um, whether it's rooibos or just normal like Ceylon tea or any sort of hot bev. Um, You know, anything is welcome. Everyone is welcome. Come as you are. And let's get into the conversation about books. I'm going to start with my current read and then I'm going to go, maybe I should start with the books that I have read, right, that I finished and then I'll end off the episode with the book that I'm currently reading. Um, Yeah, so I have a pile of books in front of me and I'm just going to like pick one up that's in, let me just move my cup of tea. Um, the first one, oh, actually, I don't think I want to return this book, but she's going to kill me if she hears this, but um, the first book I actually got from Fundile, I went to her house and I was having a really tough time last year and um, she was doing her hair and I was like, oh, I'm not going to sit and like watch you do your hair. The girlies that do braids know that braids take like a hundred hours. So I was like, ugh. Oh, um, I also don't want to, like, I don't want to be on my phone, I didn't have social media at the time, and I also just didn't want to be on my phone, period, so I'm like, what can I do to, like, you know, um, kind of keep myself distracted, and I went through her bookshelf, and I saw this book called The School Guide, The School Gates Survival Guide, um, and it's by Carrie Fisher, amazing book I feel like you could literally read it probably okay maybe not any age maybe from let's say 16 17 um the content because the content is a bit older but it still has that like um Jacqueline Wilson vibes um type of read like it's an easy read like that very like romantic um there's like a bit of humor a bit of drama and it's just essentially about 
this lady and her two kids and she's not necessarily too well off and she takes her kids to like her kids get an opportunity to go to a really good school because the lady that she used to clean for passed away and like the lady passed away she kind of looked at her as they had like a like a mother-daughter figure going on so and the lady was quite like well off and she was like listen I want your kids to have a good education here's like um like a check that could only be cashed to like a school so she made sure that no one else can cash like it can't be cashed anywhere else besides like a school um, and a specific school actually so that check actually came with a lot of conditions which is good because the lady that she the the lady that who was the cleaner didn't really have like the greatest partner like her husband was very like he didn't work he was quite abusive loved money so I think the lady the lady that passed knew that like mm, this girlie's husband is going to use all this money and the children want to have good education so you just go through like the trials and tribulations of that and um yeah like speaks about her life with the children with the husband and now the transition from like because they literally live in like like I don't know how to explain it but like maybe not in the burbs um they live in a quite rough neighborhood so the transition from like going to a rough neighborhood um and maybe the school the quality of the school wasn't as great so now they have to move and go to like another side of town not move like their home but move schools so the children obviously have like a bit of a fight back because you know how we are as kids like we don't we don't like change we just want to be with the home dogs you know like we don't want a good education we just want to be at the home dogs so like her school her children do fight back like they're like you know like why must we go to this like bougie school and we can just be with our mates so there's that and then obviously now with coming going to like a very high-end private school there's really weird parents and they have their own little standards and very judgmental so it's a really good book it's such a cute little read um yeah like even here it says on the blurb of the book says a hilarious straight talking tale for anyone who's ever despised or been at the mercy of the politics of the school run so it's just yeah and even here it's like it's not just the kids who have tantrums because one thing about private school parents um those pta parents they can be really mean so um it's just really interesting just getting a glimpse of that but like in word version because i feel like we always see it maybe like i know the first movie that comes to, m- to mind is like bad moms where you just see like all these like pta parents just kind of like looking down on like um parents that maybe aren't showing up for bake sales and that means they're like not as active on at school grounds and that means they're not active parents like you know like just how judgy that whole thing can go so it's a very interesting book another book that i okay well this is actually i'm actually currently reading this now so i'm going to put this to the side so i'm reading two things at once which is weird because i don't believe in that but um you'll understand why i'm doing that another really good book is um by a local author actually amazing woman sisonke msimang incredible 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 author i will probably read this 
book again. I will probably read this book to my kids. I will give them to me. I will give it to my kids. I will maybe not this book, not this not this hard copy because I believe in hard copies. I'm already a soft copy person. I want to like hold the book. I want to feel it. Um, so I'll probably buy my kids. I will buy my friends this copy. It is incredible. Always another country. Um, a, mem- a memoir of exile and home, essentially. That's what it says in the book. And it's just, she just writes about her her childhood, um, you know, being in exile in her childhood um, with her parents and her, I think she had two sisters. Um, and obviously with exile meaning from apartheid when South Africa went through like a really horrible time of um, just apartheid and that, that era of violence towards the minority communities and also just seeing, even though she, I mean, she definitely wrote this as an adult, but she starts the story from when she was like maybe like seven and it kind of feels like you're in the moment as Susanke, as a seven-year-old, watching everything unfold as a seven-year-old. And she explains, and even, it's crazy. Oh, being a writer is so amazing. Even though everything happened as a seven-year-old and now she's writing it as maybe like a 30-something-year-old, the way she explains her understanding of the situation that she encountered as a seven-year-old, she puts it down on the page as she understood it as a seven-year-old. Like, she doesn't, like, try to now break it down as a 30-something-year-old and make it, like, she'll be, like, she understood it and she'll be, like, this is seven-year-old and this is how it is, period, you know? Doesn't try to over-intellectualize it. Um, It's as is, you know? As is, as seen, as experienced, as you'll read it on the paper, which is, I think, is such a great talent because this happened... She wrote this decades after the experience, but still was able to articulate it that well, where you feel like you are that seven-year-old in that present moment. Fucking incredible. Um, So, yeah, like, she went from Zambia to... I'm just reading, like, the back of the book, just so you can have an idea of her travels. As a child, she went to, like, Zambia, Kenya, and Canada... Then she went to uni in the USA, and then she came back to South Africa, and then um, in the early nineties, and which is also really cool because then, obviously, you follow her journey, um, in exile as a child and as a young adult, then now as like as an adult, and then now as an adult coming back to South Africa, and experiencing South Africa in like its present day um after being away for like decades you know and kind of re like you get a sense of reintroduction which is so interesting because it's like now you're reintroducing yourself to a place that should have and is supposed to be home but doesn't really feel like home because of the time spent for obvious reasons away from the country um yeah, so it's it's amazing, like, a coming of age from a black African woman 
is an, such an interesting perspective. Um, I mean, she's she's older than me, sure, but there are some things that she shares. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been through that as well as a kid. I've been through that as, you know, as a as a young black female, you know. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of things I could identify with. I'm gonna excuse me. I'm gonna sneeze. I think these books are quite dusty. I think I need to dust them. But um, yeah, just there's a lot of things that I could relate to, that I could grab onto, and it really feels oh, just holding it makes me feel so special because it's really a special book to me. It's, it was my mom's. My, I say was because now I've, I'm owning this copy, but it was my mom's copy, and um, I decided to read it, and I really fell in love with it, and I'm actually opening it up now. It's amazing because each each chapter is labeled like with like the different country that she was at like the one that I'm open now says Kenya and then oh, there's another chapter here about sex and then and then each chapter has like a little throwback like photo like old photo like black and white photo you know um like yeah it's like one with the one with Kenya is like she's standing let me just check she's standing near like an old car with like her her sisters so it's really beautiful. Another one, freedom. You know, um, here she's speaking about. Uh, oh yeah, when freedom it has arrived. Yeah, the oh twenty seventh of April, Freedom Day, um, South Africa nineteen ninety four. Just and like just those long lines of what just happening and just really oh, amazing. I think I might just read this book again. I'm tempted, but I have to finish. I have so much, so many books that I have to get through. Um, another one that's really special is An American Marriage. This is really good. Um, <laughs> this book is like the film Really Love. I don't know if you've ever watched that film. It's on Netflix. Um beautiful beautiful i'm not even going to speak about it because i feel like you have to go check it out because like, it's a little bit of a beautiful film you know and i relate to it so much um because it's so real like shout out to the directors the producers the writers um actually i just want to get the name of the director i want to google because i want to i want to give them a proper wordy shout out um, but while I'm looking for the name, I just love it because it's one of those films where black love and love as a whole is shown in a very real way. Like there's obviously love is love, love is beautiful and stuff, but it also comes with its own understandings and challenges and it's not like, it's not perfect, right? Um, it's not always rainbows and like fairy tales, you know. <laughs> so, and just the way it's shown, the way it's captured, the soundtrack of the film is just almost, I could literally go on. I think I've watched that film maybe like three, four, five times. Like every time a friend sleeps over or like I'm hanging out 
with a friend, I'm like, do you want to watch this movie called Really Love? Because I think you, I think you do. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So it's really fun doing that. Um, the director is Angel Chrissy Williams. Shout out Angel Chrissy Williams. Um, you are incredible. I appreciate you a lot. Um, and just, oh, Maria. and I think a lot of the names here, a lot of the people who can like contributed, <laughs> I can't say that word really fast, but a lot of people that worked on it, um, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, are black film creatives. Um, so shout out actually, um, it's a really beautiful experience of love, a really beautiful experience of black love. And yeah, it's 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 incredible and it's a much must must watch, honestly. And you're gonna thank me. And when you're done watching it, send me a DM and let me know what you think because you are gonna love me for this, honestly. Um, but back to an American marriage. I hope I'm gonna say the author's name properly if I don't I'm really sorry um but I think it's Tayari Tayari Jones um and this book was actually selected for Oprah's book club in 2018 but um again it was my mom's and I always say was because she ain't gonna get these copies back and again I'm gonna keep these books forever I'm wherever I go in life um because there are life plans that are in the making right now. I am moving with them. I am touring with them. I am going, I'm driving with them everywhere. I'm going with them. Um, so essentially, oh, from what I can remember, I'm just going to break it down really like as broadly as possible. I hope I don't give anything away. But again, and a beautiful depiction of black love, a real realistic depiction of love, um, of relationships, period. Um, these two African-American couples meet, um, a man and a woman, and they fall in love, and it's just amazing. And then the guy, um, unfortunately, gets wrong, wrongfully accused of rape. It was, it's, I think it's definitely written during a time of when America was, I don't think they were in the thick of segregation per se, but I think they were just coming out of segregation. Um, so tensions were still very high. I mean, tensions are still high right now, but anyway, um, tensions were still high. People were still adjusting to now black folks and people of color coming into spaces that they weren't allowed to, that weren't allowed to like to enter. Um, so it was a, at a hotel where it was a predominantly white um, hotel and people of color were not allowed to come back then in the thick of everything. And obviously with things, things started um, easing down. Um, more people of color were allowed in the hotel, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Um, but I guess that came with its own consequence because my man was just getting some ice and this was helping this white lady with the ice machine and then she ran to the cops and said she was raped by him. So very disturbing, very sad. Honestly, I think that's where, that's one of the sad parts of the book. And obviously he goes to jail and 
she is there as much as she can be um but then she also she also needs to oh i don't know how to like put this without reading the book because i really want you to read it but um yeah you just you just go through her life and how she's taking in i think if i'm not mistaken it's each chapter is separated by like each character so it's between her and him yeah so yeah literally so you get her experience you get his experience and then what's amazing actually i love it when books do that i think i don't know if there's a term for this type of writing where each chapter is like you get their like they speak about like their experience how they're experiencing the situation and you just get like each like each chapter is literally dedicated to like the one character essentially and then sometimes where um you'll hear about the guy's perspective you'll also hear about and then how he how he feels like maybe he was betrayed but then you hear the woman the woman's perspective and you're like oh but actually this is what happened so there's like a misunderstanding so it's just amazing kind of just cluing things together and seeing things fall into place and oh love is so beautiful oh, love is so beautiful i love love i love love so much um i always choose love <laughs> so it's it's a it's a beautiful one and just seeing life move but there's still being love but then it becomes really complicated because some people have moved on some people haven't some people are trying things again but and then it doesn't happen you know what i mean it's just uh even even like the reviews here is like haunting beautifully written epic transcendent triumphic you know like just um oh uh, it's just a gift to the soul i might i might read this again but it's such a sad book i don't know if i'm in the mood to cry again because i'm a crier and i cry like all the time um Another book that I want to read is Underground Railroad. Um, and specifically because of Tuso Mbembu. Mbemba, I'm not sorry if I'm saying her surname correctly. I'm really sorry. But seeing, you know, one of our own just thriving here in the South African space and thriving internationally is like really... I'm really proud of her. So I got the book because of that, actually. My sister actually got it for me for my birthday. Um, she's so cute. We were literally looking. We were at um, a bookstore, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, I've been saying I want to watch the series, but I really want to read the book before. And then she got me the book. So she's really incredible. Shout, shout out to my sister. Um, I can't really speak much about it because I haven't read it. Um, but obviously, we'll have an, another episode like this where I've read it, and then maybe... We can just speak about it a bit. Um, so moving to books that I'm currently reading. Oh, this one's a special one to me. Um, it's called A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. Um, this copy in particular, I'm going to try not to cry with this copy, but um, I was just telling the story, but I got it from... A really good friend of mine, Wendy, and we literally after, whew, <laughs> literally after we had a conversation in the park. Um, I think that's when my depression was coming to 
was kind of like in peak zone, you know, in a way. Um, and we're at a park and we were just speaking and she was just speaking about her own experiences and all that stuff. And then I finally let out about how I've been doing mentally and I just wasn't okay. And I think that was the first time I admitted to myself and to anyone that I genuinely was not okay. Um, <laughs> and I think this was last year. Yeah, it was last year. And she was like, we need to go somewhere. I'm like, where do we have to go? And then she went, we went to a bookstore and she got me this book and she's like, Mo, I want you to read this. Um, you have to read this. Please read this book. And from then, I haven't, I mean, I read it and then I literally had to stop um, for obvious reasons. But I started it again and it's going really good. It's a beautiful book. I, I, I genuinely, I probably want. I think when I'm done with this book, I'm probably gonna dedicate a whole episode to this book. But it's a beautiful book. In essentially, what the title is: <laughs> returning back to love, and love being basically the only thing that exists. And obviously, it goes. I mean, it goes deeper than not deeper, but it elaborates more on what I'm saying and yeah I just ugh, yeah <laughs> I'm so happy these podcasts aren't visual because I am holding back a lot of tears but yeah there's a lot of spiritual work psychological work emotional work that goes into reading this book so at the time I had to stop, um, I was going through a really, really dark time, which is crazy. You're like, but Moshe just read the book. But um, at that point, I my darkness felt really heavy and I felt sunken. So everything was just heavy and I just couldn't receive. And I knew that I needed to read this book when I was at a place of receiving. So I really enjoy this book a lot. <laughs> and... I appreciate Wendy for this because this is a copy I'm going to keep for the rest of my life. This is a copy that I'm going to give to my to my babies. Um, I can't wait for my children to be old enough and then they, then they can read this book. And yeah, <laughs> it's a really beautiful book. I'm going to put it down before I start crying. Um, another beautiful book as well um, is Eat, Pray, Love. That's the book that I'm reading right now. I'm, oh my gosh, I'm nearly more than halfway. Um, so I'm reading it and I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it, which is amazing because I have attempted to watch the film about two times and both times I have drastically, drastically failed. So it is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing that... Um, I'm enjoying the book because I was so sad. I was like, oh, it's like, it seems like such a nice, a beautiful story. But why can't I get into it? But I'm really, I've gotten into the book so much. Um, it kind of feels like Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, Pray, Love feels like a return to love. But Eat, Pray, Love is like someone living out a return to love, essentially. So I think that's why, like, like I said, like before, I'm like, I'm not really a, a fan of 
reading two books at a time but in this case in particular it feels like they are they communicate with each other like whatever I read in A Return to Love like um, Elizabeth Gilbert which is the author of the book and the what the book is based on her life um she lives it out you know whatever I read she kind of just lives everything out so it feels like a like a like a conversation between the two writers a conversation between the two stories um so that that feels really good and this is just about a woman that in a nutshell she's in her 30s she gets a divorce with her with her husband a really ugly ugly divorce and she just travels to rome to india to bali and just just finding herself again you, you know even on the on the page i have a really old um like design i think it's like this like, like the original copy that came out it's one woman's search for everything um and with the film obviously e pray love played by julia roberts which i'm really excited to to watch now because i feel like i keep on telling my friends i'm like i feel like now i'm gonna be like oh my gosh i remember reading that in the book blah 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 and just kind of like putting the links together um and just seeing like how they brought the characters to life and just seeing julia um roberts embody elizabeth gilbert's life so that's gonna be really fun i'm excited so I'm nearly halfway done with the book, so I'm actually quite proud of myself. Um, I really am enjoying it, so shout out. Again, I feel like shout out to... So my mom used to be part of a, a book club, and that's why this house has like a million books. And I'm blessed because books are really pricey. I don't have the money right now to be buying books, like brand new books, which is perfectly fine because I'm loving the feel of like all like worn down books also going to like excuse me going to like secondhand bookstores is really fun like the chaos of it all like just having all these bunch of books like stacked up and you having to spend like two hours going through um the book like this teeny tiny bookstore and trying to find um a book that you know you're interested in is it's an experience it's like thrifting you know um everything isn't organized it's like life <laughs> everything isn't organized but you just have to take time to just shuffle through it and just find what works for you um but i i hope that you enjoyed the books that i've kind of like shouted out and the authors as well shout out to the authors for basically just getting me through life <laughs> from you know your carrie fishers um your marianne wilson's you know your Sasong kim simang like shout out to just giving me perspective in life let me know which books you've read which books have basically just turned your world upside down <laughs> made you cry by just holding the, the copy like myself um books that you've read a thousand times and you want to give to your children you you want to buy copies um for your friends just you know for you for your family members that you know um let me know which books you think I should check out, authors as well, you know, that you feel like I should read, I'm really, um, I'm in my bookworm era again, and I hope I never, like, get out of it, so, yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode, the conversation, I hope you enjoyed your cup of tea, I really am blessed to, to speak to you, and to just have this time with you, 
I love you. I appreciate you. And let's have more chats next week. Bye. This episode is available on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Love you. Bye.